Welcome to Word Alive Broadcast with Ricky and Sherry Blevins. We believe that as you listen to today's message, God's Word will come alive in your heart to help you obtain victory in every area of your life. I'd like to continue this week on the subject of healing. Now, I left off yesterday with reiterating what we did last week, but I want to change gears just a little bit this week. And uh, let's start in John chapter 1 and verse 1. It says, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. We have to understand that the Word of God, when God's Word speaks to us, it's exactly like Jesus himself talking to us, like the Father God talking to us and telling us what he wants to do. And sometimes we wait for a voice from heaven to talk to us, but we need to understand that God's word is his voice. It's God himself speaking to us. And we get faith by listening to the word of God. Without the word, we can't get faith. And sometimes people want to have faith without studying the word but you can't have faith without studying the word because it says in romans chapter 10 17 so then faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of god let's go to uh, proverbs chapter 4 and verse 20 through 22 my son give attention to my words incline your ear to my sayings do not let them depart from your eyes keep them in the midst of your heart now that is the most important thing is to keep the word ever before us, to keep the word, study the word all the time and to get it into your heart. Because when you get it into your heart, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And what you do, the more that you study it, the more that you meditate on it, the more that you speak the word out of your mouth, the more it gets into your heart. And when it gets into your heart, it becomes a part of you and then nothing can come and steal it away from you. Verse 22, for they are life to those that find them and health to all their flesh. The word of God is health to all your flesh. The word of God is health. Now, a lot of times people think that it's not God's will to heal. But if you'll study the word of God, it is his will to heal at all times because Jesus healed everybody that came to him that believed. The thing is, we have to believe, and the way to believe is, is to get the Word of God into your heart to such a measure that nothing can take it away. And we have to use Abraham, the father of faith, as our example. And a lot of times uh, we have to look at it like this, too, that sometimes we try to do things on our own. But God wants everything to come through His Word because He says, in uh, Isaiah 55, My word shall not return unto me void, that it shall accomplish the thing that I sent it to do. If you'll study that, it will uh, help you in your faith walk as well. Romans chapter 4, verse 16 through 20. Therefore it is of faith that it might be according to grace, so that the promise might be sure to all the seed, not only the, to those who are of the law, but also to those who are of faith, of, of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Now see, it's, it's according to faith that it might be according to grace. 
And it's the free gift of God. Everything we receive is a free gift of God by grace. But we have to receive those things through faith, just like Abraham did. As it is written, I have made you a father of many nations in the presence of him who believed God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did. Now that's what we have to do. We have to call those things that are not as though they are and not those things that are as though they aren't. We have to speak the word of God forth from our mouth and believe that it's coming to pass. And when we pray, we believe that we receive when we pray, and therefore we have those things that we desire when we pray. This is what Abraham did in the presence of him whom he believed, God, who gives life to the dead and calls those things which do not exist as though they did, who contrary to hope and hope believed, so that he became the father of many nations, according to what was spoken, so, so shall your descendants be. Now, God told Abraham he's going to be the father of many nations, and Abraham, he couldn't have any kids. But he changed his name from Abram to Abraham, and Abraham means the father of many nations. So every time he'd go around and they'd say, what's your name? Abram name was changed to Abraham, he'd go, my name is Abraham, which means the father of many nations. Well, he tried to do it in his flesh, on his own. Him and Sarah tried to do something on their own, which was, and they had Ishmael, but he wasn't the son of promise. And he said, your seed shall not come through Ishmael, but through Isaac, the son of promise. So what happened was, they did try to do things on their own instead of walking by faith, and then it uh, got had a little bit of trouble out of that, which if you'll read in Genesis, you'll, I don't have time to go into all that, but if you'll study it. Uh, Isaac, he was a son of promise, and he said, that shall be the descendant through whom the seed comes. And verse 19, And not being weak in faith, he did not consider his own body already dead since he was about a hundred years old and the deadness of Sarah's womb. He did not waver at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strengthened in faith, giving glory to God and being fully convinced of what he had promised he was also able to perform. Now to be fully convinced in your heart is to be fully convinced that what the Word said is true. Jesus is the Word, and a lot of times we don't look at it like this, but we have to look at it like Jesus is the Word. He was the Word. He was in the beginning with the Word. He was with God, but He was also the Word. And Jesus was the Word personified in the flesh and came and lived among us. He was the, he, uh, was the Word in the flesh. That's what the Word of God says in uh, John chapter 1, verse 14. He believed, let's look at, uh, let's go a little farther on. He believed the word of God. He had faith that God would do exactly what he promised. Now, Abraham, he had faith in God. He knew that what God said he was going to perform and he would, that God would never lie to him. He even took Isaac after Isaac was born and was going to sacrifice him, but God he uh, seen God. He seen Abraham's faith, and God said, "If he hadn't done that, he wouldn't have been able to give his son." But because of what Abraham did and walked in faith and according to the word that God gave him, and he did it without wavering. 
He knew that what God said he would perform no matter what happened and what he did, that what God said he was going to do it. He was fully persuaded by the word of God alone. Now, we have to be fully persuaded by God's word alone. Now, a lot of times in healing, we try to go by feelings. Well, I haven't received it yet because I still have some symptoms. I haven't received my healing because I thought God was going to heal me, but he didn't heal me. But Abraham went till he was 99 years old before they had Isaac. And God waited until he couldn't do it in his own flesh. He couldn't do it himself. He said the promises of God are that they are by grace through faith. That is not of works, lest anyone should boast. So Abraham couldn't boast on what he did. He could only boast on what God did for him. And Sarah, she she received a miracle as well through what God said. And uh, it was a miracle that Abraham and Sarah conceived a child. And that she was at 99 years old and had the strength to uh, bear a child. It was a, a complete miracle through faith in what God said. And a lot of times we look at what Abraham did and God, he came and talked to him and told him all these things. But when God's word is written and when we read it and we, we uh, study it and we understand it, it's as God himself or standing before you talking to you telling you what to do. And when we act upon that word, what happens is the word, he confirms the word with signs following. Now we had talked about the anointing last week, but uh, this week I want to teach on the word and the importance of putting the word first. Now sometimes we try to put feelings, we try to put all these other things first, but let's put the word of God first and let our faith be built up in the word of God so that when we do go out to work and do the things that uh, God tells us to do, that we'll have complete faith in what he said and what he told us to do, that he's going to perform it. Now, see, Abraham was totally confident in the word without wavering. And we have to be confident in the word without wavering. And the enemy will come in. He'll try to come in and steal that out of you. He'll try to take healing away from you. He'll try to take all the promises of God away from you. He'll try to tell you, oh, well, you didn't receive it. If you had enough faith, you'd receive that. But what you have to do is uh, when the enemy comes in, you have to cast down every thought. Cast it all down. Cast away everything that tries to exalt itself against the knowledge of God. We have to take all those things into captivity, every thought and everything that's contrary to the Word of God. But see, if you're not full of the Word, it's hard to do that. Because what will happen is, instead of being full of the Word and the Word keep coming up in your spirit, then your flesh will try to dominate you and try to tell you something contrary to the Word of God. And the devil will try to come in and tell you things that are not true. And you'll believe them instead of believing the word of God. So Abraham, when he, uh, him and Sarah, they uh, were told that they were going to bear a child of promise. They waited until they could not do it anymore. And and Sarah, she even laughed. She says, we're going to have a child. If you'll study it in Genesis, she laughed. And she says, I can't believe that we're going to have a child because they're going... At our age, let's see, 
sometimes we don't think that God's word is as powerful as it really is. Because when it's God's will, and we know it's God's will to heal, and we have to take the word of God, as uh, in Proverbs chapter 4 said, said, My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my saying. So that's what we have to do is keep it before our eyes constantly. Meditate on that word. You can't just read it. You can't just read it once and then expect it to be manifest in your life. You have to keep studying the word. Stay in that. If you need healing, study healing. All day long, every day, meditate on it. Confess the word. Say, by his stripes I was healed. And I am healed. I received my healing then. I will receive my healing now. It is manifest in my body. And call those things that be not as though they were. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart. Now, this is the devil's job to come in to steal the word out of your heart. He'll do everything he can. And he'll tell you, well, if you'll do this, then uh, it won't hurt anything. Everything's going to be okay. But you know what? What you got to do is when the devil tries to come in and tell you things, you say, only the word of God is true, and I will not believe a lie. I'll call those things that be not as though they were. I am healed. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you would like to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you can contact us at our website at wacba.org. If you'd like to contact us for prayer, to give, or any other reason, you can do so by going to our website, wacba.org, or by mail at Word Alive Church, P.O. Box 3067, Broken Arrow, Oklahoma 74013. 